I had to kill Bob Morton because he made a mistake. Now it's time to erase that mistake. I want a chopper, now! We will walk to the roof very calmly. I will board the chopper with my hostage. Anybody tries to stop me? The old geezer gets it. Dick, you're fired! Thank you. Welcome everyone to My Bleeding Ears Podcast. This is episode number 73. Thank you all for joining us once again. Uh, my co-host, as always, is Jesslyn. Hello. And we got a bunch to talk about this week again. Uh, if you never listened to the Mighty Bleeding Ears Podcast, uh, we talk a lot about like uh, horror TV shows and horror movies, action movies, and all sorts of stuff that falls in the realm of what I think is kind of cool and some stuff that I've watched throughout my life. You know, I've always found sci-fi and horror and action movies were, were my cup of tea even at a young age. I believe my first movie that I ever saw was Return of the Jedi and I was uh, hooked from there on in because, I mean, how can you remember something when you're three years old? But I did. Mm -hmm. The only thing I can remember from that movie is that the opening of the uh, like Jabba's Palace where they open the door and Luke comes through. That's like the only part I remember from watching it in the theater. <laughs> but... Anyway, yeah, we do have a lot of stuff to talk about, and one of them is a casualty of being canceled. Uh, this is a Netflix show that was on its third season, so, uh, Santa Clarita Diet. Yeah, I was bummed it was canceled, but not shocked. Really? You weren't shocked? I thought it was doing quite well. Oh, see, I didn't think there were many people watching this show, so hmm. I wasn't surprised to see it got canceled. I mean, it was a pretty good show. It was funny. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, uh, What's-His-Face was hilarious, and everyone was pretty funny. Yeah, breakout comedian Timothy Oliphant. I had no idea he was so funny. And I've been obsessed with him since, what, 1998? Right, with Go, right? Yeah, 1999. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, the, the first season starts out fine. The second season and third season, I think, are laugh-out-loud funny. Right, I think second season's probably the best one. Yeah, I agree. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, it got canceled. Another one of the stars in the show, I forgot his name. Um, it's the... Skylar Gizondo. That's... <laughs> okay. Wait, yes. Is that him? Yeah. That's his name. Dude, that dude, that kid is hilarious. So <laughs> funny. I want to see him do more. And also Liv Hewson, who plays Abby, their daughter, mm -hmm. um, also I think is very funny. And Drew Barrymore is Drew Barrymore, and I love her always. Yeah, but... it's, it's cool to see her let loose yeah. in just a character like this. And yeah, it's... It's a, it's a, it was a pretty good show, and, and unfortunately, you know, this this happens, and uh, kind of the season ended on a cliffhanger a bit. Yeah, it did. So it's extra too bad. Right? Maybe Hulu will pick it up. Who knows? Yeah, what will maybe. Happen? Yeah, maybe they'll pick it up or someone else. But yeah, uh, I remember this happening with Deadwood. 
the movie Dead, uh, the TV show Deadwood ended on a cliffhanger kind of too, and nothing was resolved. But luckily, there's a movie coming out, yeah. and it can tie up some of those loose ends. So yeah, Timothy Oliphant is doing fine. Yeah, he's gonna be fine. If you were worried, don't be. <laughs> Drew Barrymore also pretty sure she's gonna be just fine. So in uh, Santa Clarita Diet, if you haven't seen it, it's about how Drew Barrymore's character becomes the undead, mm-hmm. really, and how her family deals with that. And it's constantly with her and her family putting out fires from uh, either people trying to kill them or her trying to eat people. It's, I mean, it's it's a wacky concept, but it really worked. I agree. I'm sick of zombies, but I allowed this because this is like a zombie farce, which I think is really yeah, funny. Yeah, it is. Uh, but it's it's not like making fun of it necessarily, like in your face making fun of it or making fun of zombies. It's it's having fun with it. Yes, definitely. As opposed definitely. to making fun of it. Absolutely. And it's a, there's, it's a new twist. I mean, there are a lot of things that you never see in zombie movies. The Mr. Ball Legs. What the yeah. hell is that? We'll never find out. Guess we never will, no? <laughs> Mr. Ball Legs. <laughs> uh, we checked out this one movie on Amazon Prime. It's called Deadly Detention. And this was your pick. Um, yeah. You just were going through horror movies uh, like a week or two ago, and you are just picking out some we should check out. This I made is one a of list. Them. We have one more on the list that we haven't watched. Um, but yeah, this one... Uh, what were your thoughts on this one? Well, th- well, this movie is just about five high school students um, who are serving detention in a correctional facility. So pretty much, this is um, what's that John Hughes movie I'm thinking of? It's Breakfast Club, in, only in a, a horror movie. Yeah, in a prison. Yeah, and a lot of I've read a lot of reviews. A lot of people said that, so it, it was on purpose. That's that it was ba- yeah. Horror Breakfast Club, and um, it's. It started out okay, and it just never really delivered for me. They they cut out in gore, they cut out in people's deaths, and like at the end of the movie, there's like a, a throwaway line saying, "Well, I, I found the rest of your classmates; uh, they're alive, you know, they're still hurt and everything." And yeah, it was just like yeah, so no one no one got killed, I guess, or because they they really didn't show people getting killed in the no, movie. No, they didn't show anything. You just assume that they're dead, right? And then... The principal walks away with the last quote-unquote survivor and kind of makes fun of the killer for not checking to make sure they were all dead. Apparently they were all still alive. Yeah. um, It's okay. I didn't think it was bad. I chuckled a couple of times. But it's something I'll never watch again. Yeah, agreed. I'm not going to watch it again. We rent... Did we rent it? No, no, it was free. It was on Prime. Okay, never mind. I'd say go for it. Watch it. You're not going to get much gore. You're not going to really like any of the characters. No, you're not. I don't know. They're fine. I think the one that you're really supposed to like is just not as charismatic as maybe you thought she was. Right, yeah. Director and writer. I don't know. Yeah. She's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Whatever. C plus. C. Solid C, maybe. (laughs) Nah, D plus for me. (laughs) Now, you have been watching the new Twilight Zones, right? Yes. I was hoping to get... There are four episodes out now. I've watched two of them. I've watched the Comedian and the whatever, the Shatner remake. Uh, Everybody knows the Shatner Twilight uh, Zone. Uh, horror at 10,000 feet or something yeah, like that. 30, yeah, 30,000 feet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Comedian, I didn't know, wasn't an original Twilight Zone. Or, like, wasn't an original story. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe... I thought what, you know, Jordan Peele was doing was taking the Twilight Zone 
and adding original stories to it, which okay. I was excited about. So I didn't... But you said that the comedian is an old Twilight I, th- I believe it is. Okay. Uh, and I even think Tales from the Crypt did a take on that one, too. Even yeah. Somewhat of a... More of like the, the hand puppet one, if, I'm, right. if I remember correctly. This is... I mean, I liked it. And I liked whatever, Murder at 30,000 Feet. They updated it, um, so it's not... Because you watch the Shatner Twilight Zone, and it's, yeah. it's silly now. And it I've watched the Lithgow up. one, too. And yeah, even that one. Mm, pretty <laughs> I, silly. I like how that one shot, though. It's, it's really yeah. intense, you know. And, <laughs> and this is, too, but they change the story a lot. Okay. Um, they, they add, like, a... It's a podcast that he's listening to that's making him so paranoid. Oh. It's interesting. Okay. Um, Adam Scott's great. Everybody's great. I just... You know, I, I thought Jordan Peele wanted to do The Twilight Zone because he had new stories to tell. And right. I was really excited to hear those stories. Um, but what we're getting are remakes. Good remakes, mm-hmm. but I want some original stories. <clears throat> right, right. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm... And I mean, now you're kind of dissuading me from wanting to watch the show. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think you'll like it. I especially think you'll like Murder at 30,000 Feet, the way they update that, because it's interesting. Mm-hmm. And the comedian, too. Camille Nanjiani is uh, very good. Tracy Morgan is even creepy. I didn't know that he could do that. <laughs> oh, I'm just... <laughs> creepy out a little bit. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I mean, I hope it gets better. I hope at least they, they start doing some original stuff, which I, I, yeah. I think they definitely should do if you're going to reboot... A show like this, because this is what, like the fourth time it's been rebooted in a way, I, yeah. I want to say. I Maybe it was third the or fourth. Third. Yeah, it, it has been, and it's. Hey, you can't keep redoing the same thing over and over, man. Just, yeah, tell uh, us new stories, Jordan. I know you've got it in you. Well, I'm sure there's other writers, and I'm sure there's, I'm sure, yeah. you know, tons of people who handed in scripts. He's not, right. so. He's not the only creator, and definitely right. not the only writer. Um,. Was Simon Kinberg, I believe, yeah. is another one. Mm-hmm. I think he is Marco Ramirez actually directed or direct uh, the latest X Men movie. Oh, okay. He did Simon Kinberg. Okay. Yeah, and I believe they took that away from uh, Brian Singer. <laughs> Finally, good. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> he, um, yeah, he's only been mixed with the X Men since the first one. <laughs> I mean, this show is the reason that I'm paying for CBS All Access. It really? Was, I kept resisting. Ugh. Not even Discovery swayed me, and then this was the only way I could watch the rebooted Twilight Zone. So I was like, fine. And it's, I guess it's worth it. Yeah, it does it really, is it? <laughs> <laughs> new stories. I know that there are new stories kicking uh, around in your brains, guys. So we'll wait for some new stories yeah. then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our next, um, our next movie is part of Action Prime. Yes, Action Prime. Ah! And I'm left out of it. You are. This week... I reviewed the movie American Commandos. <laughs> Commandos, plural. Yeah, there's many of them. This one's starring Chris Mitchum. Guess who he's related to? Robert? Yeah, he's Little Mitchum. He's like Robert's little brother? No, I think he's his son. Oh. Robert Mitchum's son. Does he look like Robert Mitchum? Kind of. He kind okay. of looks like Robert Mitchum. But this movie is all this movie's all over the place, you know? It's about <laughs> this guy. He's, he's running this gas station, and some punks rip him off, so he blows him away. But he doesn't blow them all away, and then they end up killing his kid and his wife, whom he brought from Vietnam. When he when he served in Vietnam, he, he found a baby, and then he ended up marrying another woman out there and brought him to America, and then they got slaughtered in America. So now he's pissed. Wow. So 
So this movie starts out like Death Wish. <laughs> so I'm assuming this was supposed to be like a vehicle for a little Mitchum. Possibly, yes, maybe. <laughs> Speaking of vehicles, there's plenty of vehicles in this movie. <laughs> so, moving on from there in the Death Wish kind of movie is only about a half hour long. Because then we switch to missing in action. There's so many subplots and so many different directions in this movie. But yeah, we go to missing in action because he wants to stop the drug dealers going on in, in San Francisco. Or wherever the fuck this, this movie takes place. <laughs> so, so it's unclear. So it's unclear, really. I, I totally forgot. I blanked on that part. So I was just I was just so consumed by the action in this movie. I was just... I was just you know that vein in the middle of your forehead? Yeah, it just punched me in the stomach during that part. So I really couldn't pay attention. But anyway, missing in action... So he takes a, a, a he takes this deal to where he goes to Vietnam, where he once was to stop the Golden Triangle drug distributors. That's where they are. Ah, uh, so that's where the missing in action <laughs> part comes in. <coughs> so he ends up getting his own crew to take down the drug dealers in Vietnam. So then this movie automatically turns into Bullet in the Head. Is this a Godfrey Ho movie? No, it's not. I was surprised it wasn't. It was better than a Godfrey Ho movie, actually. <laughs> Well, actually... If you've never seen the movie Bullet in the Head, that's a John Woo movie, check it out. So, anyway, during the John Woo subplot of, of this movie, of where actually the, 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 the guys he's working with, Baby Mitchum, he's actually, they're working with the bad guys, and then there's double crosses and triple crosses, and then all of a sudden this movie turns into the beginning of The Predator! <laughs> okay. <laughs> this movie, there's so many different scenarios and plots in this film... It's fucking awesome. I love this movie. I give it 104 stars. Check this movie out. If you like two-second long dinner scenes, if you like police lieutenants who resemble the honky-tonk man, kamikaze fat dudes, armored trucks versus puddle jumpers, uh, lax dress codes for heroin workers, there's over 100 kills, including Hank Williams Jr. lookalikes, look bad guys in polos, and the, t and the 20 other dudes who got killed from the fat dude kamikaze. So this is a definite <laughs> Amazon Prime. Check out American Commandos with Baby Mitchum. <laughs> who, wait, who wins between armored trucks and puddle jumpers? I feel like I don't need to ask. Nobody wins. <laughs> Nobody. I did. I did need to ask. <laughs> uh, I think the puddle jumper won because they ended up killing the guy in the car. He's oh, like this weird. armored vehicle. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty interesting, um, pretty crazy movie. I, I was actually disappointed in the first like half hour of watching it because it was like the, I'm serious. Like the first half hour was a Death Wish movie to where this guy, I mean, he's just trying to get revenge for the uh, the the, um, the bad guys killing his wife, and it, it, and these guys just kind of like robbed his his gas station, and he you know fires back at him, and he and they come back, and like um, he ends up killing one of them. And then they find out who he was, and and it's really fucked up because later on in the movie you get the flashback of him in Vietnam, and he ends up finds his son who he ends up adopting, which is just a baby like in a Vietnam like rice paddy, and he picks him up and he yeah I know hey, cabbage patch doll. Well, yeah, of course it's not a real kid, you know. No, I mean that's how you would get cabbage patch babies, oh. not from rice fields, obviously from cabbage oh. patches. Yeah, right. Well, I don't think there's very much cabbage in Vietnam. I think right. they haven't I'm exported just there. Pointing out the similarities. Okay, I got you. Shit. Sure. <laughs> 
So yeah, he ends up, and then he marries like a. Well, he tries to adopt the kid in Vietnam, and all, like, like the woman there is saying, you know, you can't, you know, you need to be married to be able to, to adopt. You know, it's very rare cases. And he's like, well, what are you up to tonight? And he ends up hitting on her, and they end up getting married and move back. And <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fucked up. Those guys break into his house, they they rape her, they kill the accidentally kill the kid, but they kill the kid, and it just turns into a Death Wish movie. Then, uh, like the cops know it's him and. They make a deal with him saying, hey, we know you're in the military. Why don't you stop, you know, cut the cut the uh, Hydra off, at, you know, the, the Hydra's head off, right? Or is that how you kill Hydra's? Don't you want to wait? You have to k- k- cut off all the heads? Or yeah. Or just cut off one because then two more will grow back? Or, all of them, right? I think. Well, anyway, cut all the heads off of the Hydra. <laughs> I'm getting my Greek mythology all fucked up. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so he ends up and he brings his own crew and like another guy is like uh, another war buddy of his who fought with him in Vietnam. He actually works for Interpol now, and uh, his buddy doesn't know that little Mitchum. And he gets his crew back together. They go to Vietnam, and he's just balls out wanting to destroy this like drug factory there. And they meet up with another one of his Vietnam buddies there too. But we end up finding out that he is actually the leader of this well, the Golden Triangle. And uh, so that's your first double cross. So then they're fighting that guy. Then the Interpol guy ends up triple crossing everyone. And him and Robert Mitchum have like a gunfight at the end. And it's, yeah, there's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of action and a lot of twists and turns. And it just turns into a bunch of different movies. Hmm. Uh, yeah, check this one out. Why not? Fuck it. Who cares? Get wasted and watch it. I did. <laughs> <laughs> listening to the prescribed films podcast network home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment the shows on this network all have a common goal providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media the pfpn hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com thanks for listening Our movie of the week is the 2019 film, The Fear Footage. 2018. Well, it just came out like a week ago, so I'm going to say it's 2019. But you did see it in 2018. I did, and it's billed that way in IMDb. It's 2018, because it was in select theaters. Right, right. It was. Uh, we ended up seeing it at the Halloweenapalooza like, film festival they had there, and I believe mm-hmm. this one, uh, this took top prize there. And yeah. you actually got to see it uh, I did. there for the first time. Yeah. Um, it was a nice, quiet audience. It was really dark in there, which is good. It needs to be very dark for a yes. movie like this. Um, and I talked about it, too, after we right. came back from uh, Halloween of Palooza. Yeah. And, yeah, you told me about it, and you said it was pretty good. You were definitely scared by it. Uh, you think it was a good effort by the filmmakers, and I had to see it for myself. And 
Uh, basically, what this movie is is um, very much akin to the, the VHS movies, right. to where mm-hmm. um, this police officer, uh, I believe his name is Leo Cole, in the movie, mm-hmm. gets a call over the um, over the uh, dispatch that there's this house that is um, what isn't supposed to be there. Like it was torn down a year ago and it just reappeared and it was a house where a bunch of homicides occurred. Uh, there, uh, this family's daughter ended up killing everyone in the house mm-hmm. and then they kind of just raised the the, 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 uh, the house. And the dispatch call comes in saying like, oh, there's um, this house is there. It's like a block down from my street and it's not supposed to be. It was torn down a year ago. A year so. ago, yeah. Uh, and then we take it from there, from the uh, the police officer's body cam footage. Mm-hmm. We get to see everything that's going on in the house. And much like the VHS, he sees a VCR in the uh, in the player. And he reads that uh, it, it says the fear footage on it. So he ends up playing this tape. And we get to our first segment of the film, which is called, I believe, The, uh, the Birthday Party. Yeah. Or, or Birthday mm-hmm. Party. <laughs> And it's uh, it's a clown themed movie, and what's funny is that we went and saw this one movie called uh, Gags, which is about yeah. clown sightings and stuff. We saw it at the uh, Cinepocalypse Film Festival last year, and that movie still hasn't even been released from what I've seen. I haven't seen it available on anything of you. But no, but are you pretty sure that they grabbed that footage from the news and right. used it for their movie too? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. So am I, and I think, good idea. Right, I mean, yeah. There's no reason you couldn't use that footage, That's... although it was specifically, I mean, they planted all of these clowns specifically for the movie Gags. Right, exactly. It's funny that another horror movie got to use Picked it. Up on it. Yeah. <laughs> good for you, good yeah. for you, man. Pick up that shit. <laughs> Uh, what did you think about this one? It's about um, this this ten year old kid is about to have his birthday party pretty soon, and he gets this new video camera, and he sees that there's a clown outside of his his house, and throughout this segment, he's trying to tell his mom that there's a clown, and she won't believe him, and we get to see little like uh, the clown like moving from room to room, and it's kind of really kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode i believe uh was pretty effective there was some pretty good legitimate scares in it especially the part where the clown is you think he's going to be coming out of the bathroom and you see his hands open the door and you don't like it's not like someone just grabs a door and opens it he like puts his fingers over it one by one as like the he's grabbing to open the door which mm-hmm. makes it a lot more creepier yeah um, did you like this first segment, or what did you yeah, get out of it? Yeah, I liked the first segment. I thought it did a pretty good job of making me jump, which is very easy. But without <laughs> the use of too much noise, just right. by, like, sight alone, which uh-huh. I thought was uh, good. Yeah. How about you? Uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. The With, you know, young actors, it can be, you know... Th- their acting might not be the greatest. Of course. This uh, this kid was actually, he was all right. You know, seeing as how low of a budget this movie is. Um, with found footage, though, that's fine. Like, if you're able to, to make it atmospherically scary with just, like, a handheld camera or whatever, more power to you. Yeah. I, and about the kid, I mean... Look at Daniel Radcliffe. Sometimes they start out rocky. Right, yeah. And then grow up and are very yeah. impressive actors. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
But what I would will say about the opening, uh, like the wraparound segment with Leo Cole, is that the um, the footage that they're using is very much. I mean, it, it's um, it is low budget. You know, they're not using a fancy high def camera. And if they would have done that, it would take me out of this movie. Um, I went into it thinking, you know, it is going to be a lower budget film, yeah. and so I set myself up for that. And when I did see this first wraparound feature. Um, I was impressed because uh, that's how, like, I think footage looks like more than, you know, just the high budget kind of um, other movies like, say, like VHS, like the uh, VHS 3 or uh, mm-hmm. any other kind of found footage movie where they have this really expensive equipment, you know, and this is right. this is kind of bare bones stuff. Exactly. And I did say, I think when I talked about it when I first saw it. That it was reminiscent of like POV video games, like uh, mm-hmm. first-person shooters, like yes. Bioshock or something like that. But I liked it because when you're in a really dark room, this movie completely controls what you see, and it's just yes. a little circle. Right, right, right. So you don't know, yeah, what's going to jump out at you, and that makes for some pretty good jump scares, I think. Right, right, exactly. Uh, the next segment, I believe, is called Storm Chasers. Uh, it's about these three guys who chase storms. That's right. I wrote down that they were a band. I forgot what it was they did because it doesn't matter. So these, uh, so these guys have this internet site called Storm Chasers, um, and they film themselves chasing storms and yada yada. And they're driving to go uh, film this one storm coming through town, and um, they're not really paying attention on the dark road when they're trying to get there, and then they accidentally hit this person out in the middle of the street mm-hmm. and they go out to check him and then all hell starts breaking loose but what i think is unique about this situation is that instead of trying to cover it up like most movie characters will do right they call 911 right away right right they do out there yeah but unfortunately the dude who calls 911 gets blasted yeah and that was i mean that was shocking that was that was a shocking mm-hmm. part did not expect that i expected three guys to be running through the forest and that didn't necessarily happen um this was i probably like this one the most i believe this one was the most effective of the three um uh they use the the setting they used it looks like an abandoned like I don't know. <laughs> it looked like a like some sort of elaborate basement. It did. It looked. It kind of looked like some urban, like dilapidated building they filmed in, but it wasn't though. It, it, right. You know, it was just put in your head like if you think of like a 1980s New York film in some shitty apartment building with like, yeah. tons of graffiti and <laughs> just like shit all over the ground. There's like someone's sock in a corner. Just think of that, and then that's the set they have here, and it was really effective. Uh, so yeah, this was my favorite one of the three. Uh, the wraparound I like a lot too. Uh, I'm a big fan of wraparounds. I, I don't know what it is. Wraparounds and bathroom fight scenes. Yeah. Love them. The, and this is the one where, well, I guess we're not spoiling them. But but if I remember correctly, this one, the Storm Chasers, has the grossest, at least sound effects, um, from what happens at the end. Uh, or am I thinking of the third story? No, you're thinking of... Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you're thinking of the guy, he has the camera, like an ear camera. Yes. Right, and yeah. you're thinking of that scene, which I won't spoil for you, which is a pretty cool and effective scene. Yeah. yeah, although it, you, you don't see anything, but no, you, you, don't. Like you did, yeah. You don't need to. It, it, 
the sound effects and the atmosphere take care of it for you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then that moves on to our third entry, which is, I believe the name of it is See No Evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about this guy who lives next to a forest and he keeps hearing sounds emanating at like three in the morning. Um, and he's so convinced that there's something out there that his uh, wife or girlfriend uh, and leaves him with his kid and she believes he's on drugs and so he wants to prove that he's not on drugs again and so he starts kind of filming his backyard of a like a forest and um he does a lot of research about this forest and what might have transpired there before he moved and he finds out that there was uh, a church in this forest and everyone was murdered in it by the priest there um a bunch of little kids were murdered there Mm -hmm. and um Weird shit starts to happen again, and, um, of course, we end up finding out what happens. This one, um... Well, he starts to hear his daughter's voice. Right, right, right. So that's what lures him out into the woods. Right, 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 right. Interesting touch. It is, it is. Um, so, yeah, this one was pretty decent, too. The only thing I really didn't like it was the, um, some of the voice work that was done, you know, they get that, uh, the satanic kind of low voice coming to kill you. you know, like that, <laughs> yeah. you know. I it, it, it just sounds like, you know, something from the 80s. Some, like, uh, some parent would, you know, try and find a re- satanic recording of something. And that's what it would be. Of just, like, someone's low voice over, you know, kind of stretched out a little bit. Uh, it took me out a little bit, but... You know, whatever, it's fine. I mean, it's, yeah. it's nothing to... It doesn't really take too much away from the movie or the atmosphere of the movie. Um, yeah. So, uh, I there was five deaths in this one. Mm-hmm. No breasts or penises. Wait, are you counting Deputy, Deputy Leo Cole? Uh, you know, I'm not because uh, you don't really see him die, but I guess you could. I guess maybe yeah. six then. It's not, I mean, it's not a spoiler. That's the tagline. Right. He vanished. And the next morning, his body camera was found. Right, exactly. Um, and the next morning, the house is gone again. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And he never got out of it. No, you gotta go find that house. Which is also, uh, I won't spoil any more than that, I'm sorry. But that's also <laughs> an interesting effect, I think. Um, the set that they have for the house. Because mm-hmm. it looks like he's reaching exits. And yes, then yeah, I did yeah, ruin yeah. it. I'm sorry. Yeah, it looks like fine. he's getting to exits, and it's another part of the house. Right, right. And that, that was really cool. cool. Yeah. I highly mm-hmm. did that. It's really impressive with so, how little you have, and so how much you can make out of it. And yeah, I think he did a really good job with this movie. Uh, I'd like yeah, to see for... what's going on uh, ahead. Uh, what he has next on his plate. Um, That's exactly what I was going to say. I'm looking forward to see what he does next. Uh, his name is Ricky Umberger. He's mm-hmm. the writer and director of this movie. So, um, what's your grade and what's your favorite part? Um, B plus, and okay. I think I said it, the ear cam guy. The ear cam guy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a B minus, uh, pretty close to you. There's, you know, um, a little work to be done, but it's a, it's not a bad start. For uh, sure. You should check it out. Don't expect too much out of it, but sit yourself in a nice dark room uh, throw this on. It's really short. It's only about 71 minutes mm-hmm. uh, with credits. So, uh, yeah, this is, check this one out. It's You know, I For like to, sure. to throw some newer movies on here, too. It can't always go back to the past. Yeah, absolutely check this movie out. It's, I mean, for a microscopic budget, I feel like he made a creepy movie that made me jump a couple of times. Yeah, there's some, some pretty good scares in here, pretty mm-hmm. good jump scares. So check this one out. 
Uh, thank you guys for joining us once again. And we will be back next week with episode 74. And I haven't picked a movie yet. And I, don't I know. haven't either. I yeah, you're coming think. up soon. So, I'm going to start thinking. Yeah. Hopefully it will be another Action Prime next week, too. Yeah. I'm Hope- sure there will be. <laughs> Hopefully my voice won't give out halfway through it, either. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered if your throat was starting to get Yeah, it was starting your... to hurt after a little while. Oh, <laughs> oh well. Macho Man Randy Savage. Ooh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, guys, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>